Hi, this is Rosalinda, the host of Faith Fuel Podcast, the show where we hear voices of people transforming the world for Jesus. Pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and world changers. So sit down, relax, or keep it driving. It's time to get some wholehearted, wide open, and yes, sometimes side-splitting encouragement and direction for your life. So get ready to get fired up. Hey, my friends, it's Rosalinda. I hope you're having a great, fantastic, incredible day. Well, maybe you're not and you're saying, well, gosh, you sound chipper. But the reality is that we're awake, we're alive, and we're breathing. And so God has granted us one more day. So look, I'm excited today. If you're listening for the first time, tell me where you're listening from. Hit it in the chat. Put it in the comments. Let me know that this is meaning something to you. In fact, if you want somebody from our ministry to give you a call and to minister to you because you have been secluded and you just need somebody just to pray with you, would you send us a message? Because we want to make sure that we connect with you. Look, guys, John 8.32, Jesus Christ himself is talking. He says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. That is such a good promise, and it can be taken seriously, especially when you feel like you need healing, whether the difficulty is an injury, illness, whether you're going through financial hardship. Friends, I know firsthand what that's like. Maybe a troubled relationship. Look, whatever you're going through, sometimes we just want an answer. And so I want you to just take this verse for yourself and just say, I will know the truth and the truth will set me free. That's right. I know you have earphones on and you don't want anybody to think you're crazy. That's okay. We need some craziness in this crazy world. Just say it. I will know the truth and the truth will set me free. Well, look, today we're going to be talking about being set free by beginning again. And so I wrote a book called Dare to Begin Again. And if you want to get a copy, we are just giving to... Um, whoever wants one at cost. And so you can contact our office for $7. That'll get that book into your hands. And so that'll take care of some shipping. We'll put it into your hands. Let us know if you want a copy. You can get a Kindle online anywhere books are sold. Um, But I want to talk about that subject today. You see, in order to begin again, we oftentimes need healing in our own life. So, okay, friends, I want to ask you a question Is your life where you want it to be? Is your life where you want it to be? Woohoo! That is tough. That's a tough question. The unavoidable truth is this, guys. It doesn't matter if we believe in the Lord or not. There's going to be bumps and bruises along our path. And some of them are unfair, uncalled for, and I know, unjustified. And I even will say it stinks sometimes. I know. Sometimes things, they just don't work out the way that we thought they would. I mean, I don't know about you, but we're big vision board people. I don't think anybody thought the pandemic was going to be on our vision board. You've heard me say that before, but I have great news. It doesn't have to stay that way. God is a God of new beginnings. And throughout the entire Bible, guys, we read about people just like us that were stuck and disappointed and they faced impossible situations. I'm talking about people that, whew, their lives were pretty messed up, <laughs> but God freed them. 
Can I hear an amen if you are ever stuck, disappointed, or faced an impossible situation? Look, I understand that beginning again, you're like, what the world are you talking about, girl? I am not trying to start all over because it's going to take commitment. And I'm not going to lie to you, it does. Beginning again is something I had to do more than once. Can I hear an amen? Boy, I wish I could hear you on the other end. In relationships, my jobs, choices I've made, weight loss. Hello, every Monday I start a new diet with commitments to working out when it comes to trusting in God. And I'm not promising, look, we're going to do this study together, but I'm not promising immediate benefits. But I will say that if you put your heart into the process, you'll see change. And with that change, you're going to have hope. And I need hope. I don't know about you, but I need hope. You might say, well, man, that sounds really encouraging and exciting, but I'm not really sure, Rosalinda, how to begin again. What in the world are you talking about? So look, today, I want to give you some tips that are going to really help you out because we all need a new beginning. First thing I want you to do is this. Ask the Lord to do what you can't do, to take care of situations that you're struggling with, and teach you how to, mm, I'm going to say the word, let go. See, I'm not saying that you're magically going to forget pain and disappointments. I can't stand when somebody says, you mean to tell me you're not over it? Look, they don't know your pain. I don't know your pain, okay? But if you never forgive yourself, you're going to keep yourself bound in spiritual shackles. You're going to be stuck, guys, if you don't learn to let go. The second thing I recommend is that you disconnect. Come on, let's be truthful. Are there some people that you need to unfollow on social media? Click, unfollow, that quick. Some of us are worried like, oh my gosh, are they going to find out that I'm not following them anymore? And yet they're so toxic. Give yourself, give yourself permission to move beyond other toxic reminders. And remaining addicted to unhealthy connections is going to keep you stuck, guys. Here's another thing. Change your route. Don't drive by old memories. You're like, oh my gosh, that was a restaurant that me and my ex. Look, change your route. Take another street. Maybe it was something very painful that happened there. Literally, you need to move the way you're driving or the way you're walking and stop revisiting the past. Number three, find a safe accountability partner. Having somebody you can share with, your desire to begin again is going to help you move forward so much quicker. You're going to love me for this. I'm telling you, if you feel alone, ask the Lord for that person, that sister or brother in Christ you can connect with. It's very lonely times right now, but there are churches with small groups. There are ministries. God will put somebody in your path. I mean, look. Weight Watchers, I'm not going to lie. I've done been there many, many times. But why are they so successful? Because they realize the power of togetherness. Here, find a person you can call when you're having a bad day. A strong support system can help you unstick and move you toward a greater purpose. And lastly, the fourth thing is be transparent. Man, stop being fake. Can I, Did I just say that? Yes, you have got to Be transparent. It's okay not to be perfect. People have flaws. 
So nobody's going to be surprised when you have flaws. Stop trying to act like somebody you're not. You know me. I got to tell you the truth. The authentic you is the best you. You know, I had to learn that because I thought in order to be a woman that brings a word and preaches and speaks, I got to look like so-and-so. I got to talk like so-and-so. And it was like trying on shoes that were so uncomfortable, the ones that give you blisters, because I was never meant to walk in those shoes. So look, stop being your worst critic. Cheer yourself on. You know what? If you're by yourself, nobody can see you and you're listening to this, just pat yourself on the back right now. You need to cheer yourself on. Set goals and be realistic about your expectations. And understand that when you fall, you didn't fail. It's only when you don't get back up again. So here's what I want you to know right now. You are so close, friend. You are closer than you think to getting past uncomfortable situations and moving into the destiny that God's called for you. You see, the devil would have you believe that God is too busy for you, too disappointed, or ready to punish you when you make mistakes. Why? Because he's a liar. Satan is a liar and he wants to destroy your life. It says it in John 10, 10, okay? He came to steal, kill, and destroy. But I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. So look, We need to stop hearing the lies of the enemy. And lies work both ways. You know, one time when my kids were little, they wanted to get dressed and they were like hooked on this certain outfit combo. And I was like, girl, trust me, baby, go back to your room and change your outfit. They're like, no, mom, this is so cool. You don't get it. I was like, no, no, really. When you get older, you're going to be like, mom, why did you let me wear that? It looks ridiculous. Well, guess what? My kids are a little grown right now and they look at pictures and they're like, you've got to be kidding me, mom. You let me wear that. And I was like, girl, you pick that one out on yourself. Look, sometimes we try to convince ourselves that what we're doing looks good when we know in our heart of hearts, or maybe God puts a voice into your life to encourage you and direct you and says, girl, you better change that outfit. You better change that relationship. Brother, you better get rid of this. You better pull away from that job that's bringing you down. And so look, God will help us make the right decisions. But the wrong view of God will keep you stuck. So whether you're stuck in pain, dysfunction, loneliness, uncertainty, uh, debt, maybe fear, the devil's going to lie to you because he wants to keep you stuck. But the first lie we believe about God is that he is disappointed in us. Hebrews 4.16 says this, guys, this is gold. This is scripture is amazing, okay? Let us then fearlessly, fearlessly and confidently and boldly, wow, that's a message in itself, draw near to the throne that we may receive mercy. He's speaking for our failures. And then it says, and find grace to help in good time for every need. You can come to him fearlessly, confidently and boldly. And draw near to his presence and say, Lord, I'm broken. My life is upside down. The beauty is that the Lord says, man, come just like that. That's when I do my best work. And you know what? God is not mean or angry. In fact, he is mercy and grace. And he loves you. And he's waiting to help you in your time of need. You know, when you're like, man, I wish somebody would hear me. I wish somebody would help me. God is right there. Look, another lie the devil will tell you is that you're on your own. 
He wants you to rely on yourself instead of God. Have you ever tried to fix anything? Like when we're kids and we spill something and we're like, before mommy and daddy see it, we have to clean it up, you know, and then we make it worse. Well, look, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says this. Lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all of your heart, all of your mind, and do not rely on your own sight or understanding. Did you hear me? Do not rely on what you think or what you see. In all your ways, know, recognize, acknowledge him, and he will direct and make your straight and plain your path. Okay, look, sometimes we're like, God, I just wish you'd show me how to get there. And God's saying, look, you don't have to rely on what you know. Trust in me. Are you listening to me? Trust in me. And I am going to show you how to get there. That means nothing's off limits. Good, bad, clean, dirty, lost, found. Every part of our life can be given to God. Here's the problem. Church girls, church boys, I'm talking to you for a minute. Sometimes we sin and we have a moral failure or we do something totally like just, you know, you just know that Jesus didn't want you to do that. And then the worst part is we let condemnation sink into our life. And then we think we cannot go back to church because we're in sin. And that is a lie the enemy wants to tell you. Do not listen to the lies of the enemy because what he wants to do is trap you. Sometimes we're okay like praying for a sinner that's got these big, obvious, dirty sins. And we're like, yeah, God can heal you. He can restore you. But here we are, church people. And then we're just like, there's no way I shouldn't go to church. Everybody's going to look at me crazy. And you got this church hurt going on. And God wants to unstick you. And he wants to heal you. In the Bible, Ruth, oh, I love talking about her. She knew what it was like to be trapped. The Bible tells us it seemed like her whole life was like crashing down around her. And her husband of 10 years dies unexpectedly. Naomi, her mom, mother-in-law, actually is moving away to another country. And Ruth has got nowhere to go. And here's the deal. This is Ruth's story. She's waking up in a harsh new reality. How many of us are waking up in harsh new realities? You see, it would have been easy, Ruth, for her to just give up and just stay stuck. She could have set up camp right where she was and lived in her trauma. You know, some of us, we're just doing that. We're living in our trauma. Nobody would have blamed her. And maybe you have big issues and people go, well, yeah, you don't understand what happened to them. But let me tell you what Ruth did. She faced a pain she didn't ask for. A pain that was deep and tragic. She's a victim of her circumstances. Circumstances that threatened to ruin her life. And the choice Ruth had to make whether or not to stay a victim. But you know what she does? She breaks free. And she tells her mother-in-law, look, please don't leave me. Because where you go, I'll go. Where you make your home, I'll make my home. And where, whoever your God is, I'm going to make my God. And she chose a new family a new place, and a new future. And guys, this was not a happy story in the beginning, but you know what? Ruth realized it wasn't too late to start over. And I want you to hear what happened next. She meets a man named Boaz. Some of y'all waiting to meet your Boaz. <laughs> he is kind. He's a wealthy guy. He don't live with his mama. He has a car. Well, he probably has a camel. He falls in love with Ruth. He provides for her, protects her. And the book of Ruth tells us 
Boaz became a redeemer for Ruth. He pays a great price and he builds a new life for her, a life greater than anything she could have imagined. That's just it. Like We don't even think God can do something so big for us. But I believe God wants to speak to you through the life of Ruth. Your struggle is real, and I know it hasn't been easy. And nobody would blame you if you stayed right where you are, letting life just go by. And you could do that. You could stay stuck, dwelling on the negative thoughts and living in worry and fear. Or you can believe. Listen to me, friends. I just know somebody's life. I just know it's been tough. And you need to hear this word right now. You can believe it, God has something so great for you. I want to leave you with this thought. Growing up, I had athletic coaches who spoke into my life. And I needed them. Don't, I'm not going to lie. I didn't always like them or what they had to say. They were rough sometimes. I didn't always like what they had to say in the moment. But I am forever grateful that when I was ready to quit, they pushed me on. They were like, Rosalinda, you're going to run one more lap. No, no, no. You could do one more sit-up. You can push through this exhaustion one more time. And even when I was tired, I was fed up and I was hurting. They wouldn't let me quit. And right now, I want you to think of me as your coach. And this is your team, okay? Your family's your team. People around you, me and you, we're, it's just, even if it's just us, we're your team. And you have somebody rooting on with you because you are at that point. I know you are where you're ready to begin again. So I'm going to push you to do a couple more things than you think is possible when necessary. And there's a light at the end of your tunnel. There is a victory in your future, a victory in your tomorrow. So look, first things first, got to stop complaining about our current situation and we got to do something about it. Let's stop the complaining and turn, in fact, challenge on, girl. Challenge on, mister. No complaining, 24 hours, you just can't do it, okay? Tape over your mouth, no complaining. We're going to give glory to God because if we will dare to turn our story over to God and dare to begin again, God is going to transform your life. His Holy Spirit is going to pour himself out on you like never before. He's going to give you gifts and understanding. And I just declare on every reader right now that your life will be transformed, that he will lift you up out of that pit, that tomorrow will be your victory. When you learn to put your trust in God, remember that he will always fuel your faith. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get more at rosalinda.live. If you experience it, we'll examine it. If God's word says it, we'll stand on it. And when you're feeling faint, we are here with your faith fuel. I'm Rosalinda Rivera. We'll chat again soon. This podcast was brought to you by New Life for Adults and Youth, celebrating 50 years of restoring broken lives. If you or a family member has been struggling with addiction, New Life for Adults and Youth is the answer. Visit them at newlife.center.